Listener Production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. It's a lot, isn't it? Hey everyone, we're back and it's a solo episode today. You know, babes, haven't had one in a while. Always had guests. Kind of exhausting. Um, <laughs> fuck me. Like, guys, we love guests and all the guests that I have on, thank God they're normal and fun. But like preparing for a podcast is so like... Okay, ever since that Adele interview, ever since Matt Durant went to the UK to interview Adele and Channel 7, <laughs> but ever since then, <laughs> I am like... Like, thank God all the people we interview, we actually fucking love. And, like, it isn't that much, to be honest, it isn't that much drama. But it's, like, I get so scared it's going to be, like, they're going to be, like... You actually listen to the album. Yeah. I'm, like, so I, like, listen to, like, all these... I, like, panic now. I'm, like, someone's going to, like, catch me up and it's talking shit. Because, like, the whole concept of the podcast initially was, like, just bets, just bets. And now I'm, like, have a radio show and shit. And I'm, like, oh, my God, people expect me to actually be, like, kind of, like a journalist, like, ask questions. Anyway, solo episode time. few things to get through. I mean, there are three topics. Are they related? No. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm going back to my chaotic roots of just being like, I mean, not that I think it's it's been, like, contrived or anything, but I feel like I'm like, hey, what's the theme for this week? But I'm like, whatever. I just want to talk about this. Okay, first things first. Conrad's moved in. Oh. Yeah. Like on Friday. So we recorded this on Monday. So like it'll be four days. And everyone's like, how's it going? I'm like, it's been four fucking days. Like I'm like, yeah, the same as when he used to come and visit for a weekend. Like it's been the exact same. I mean, it's been very nice. Few things though. Numero uno. Hair everywhere. Yeah. No, he's not very no, he's not very hairy. Yeah. No. I love when um Lem thinks of living with a man just like hair. <laughs> Gross. That's what my brother yeah. is like. Look, oh, Middle really? Eastern man with lots of hair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's everywhere. Yeah, no, he's not very hairy. He's also very clean and very neat. And I find it so funny what? that people like really? Oh, like because he's a carpenter. Oh. Uh, so he's very like everything oh. is like organized. You know what I mean? How That's like, hot. I feel like people are like dating a tradie. Like he's gonna make him make his lunch. Mm. And also being like, oh my God, like, it's going to be so hard living with him and like cleaning up after him. I'm like, fucking cis hetero couples. Like, no fucking queer people damn me this being like, when he moves in, it's all like women damn me being like, my husband is a tradie and he's so exhausted after work and I work also, but I clean up after him. And I'm like, mm. you're enabling it. You're enabling it. You're being his mummy. And also, like, babes, just because comrades, you know, a tradie, like it's it's so funny. They're like, oh my god, all tradies are like this, and like they're actually not. And it's sad that you think that because you're accepting it because you know what I mean. They're like, oh, well, this is what all men are like because all their friends are probably dating weirdos like that as well. And that's what we are. You're a widow. If you're a loser sitting at home after you get home from a tradie job, and you're like, like obviously you're physically exhausted, but what does comrade do? Makes me a door. He made me a door from scratch in an afternoon. What does Comrade do? Clean the whole house because I'm at work. Or what does he do? He fucking, like, will, like, make dinner for me for when I get home. I'm still sceptical about this. I'm like, this is four days in. What about, like, three months in? Let's see. Let's reassess his level of intervention. Well, to be fair, though, over the five weeks, over Christmas and New Year, he was doing that. Wow. He's also just, like, a clean, like, he's a very, like, neat person. Like, he's very, like, this is where things go. And, like, he won't get annoyed 
at my messiness, he would just clean it. But it's good because our, our schedules are opposite. So therefore, I get up, I like, like I did a bit of cleaning this morning, but I know when he gets home, he'll finish the cleaning. So it's literally <laughs> half half. It's That's like awesome. I, I get to like halfway and then he'll get home and he'll finish off, which is beautiful because I hate finishing cleaning. I feel like, okay, side note, does anyone else, DM me if you agree with this. This is like a very niche thing. Let me know if you ever do this. Do you have a hard time finishing cleaning? I like start to organize my room and there'll be like four items of clothing that to hang up and I go, can't do it. That's a sign that you're creative is when you try. No, seriously, creative people know how to start things but not how to finish them. I can never, like I can. That would be really funny if we apply that in bed. uh, (laughs) Into the bed context. (laughs) Blue balls. Yeah, babe. (laughs) I can start it. We just edge and edge and edge the vacuum. No, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like. I think because I'm in a same-sex relationship, sometimes the degree of how much 50-50 we do shit is insane. But I never do like half-half cleaning. We're always like, she does the laundry, I do the kids' lunches. She does this, I do that. Do we you never have certain chores that are like are yours? Like you always make the kids' lunch, or is it like in a day if you're available to make the kids' lunches, you'll do it, and if and if she's available to do, or is it like? She's a laundry person and you're the- I think we've become really flexible. We've never had issues with house shit. Mm. I don't know how, like, we've had other issues. Mm. We have been to couples therapy, yes. which we graduated from, by the way. <gasps> yes. What is graduating from couples therapy Right? Mean? I didn't even know that you could graduate couples what? therapy. What the hell? What do you, what, what is, She's just like, you don't need anymore. to come <gasps> anymore. And I'm like, except if you have other issues or crises. And you want to come, but like... Exactly, yeah. Oh my God, congratulations. When was that? I know, um... A week ago, I think. Oh my God, when you guys like, yeah, yeah it's going to happen fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Celebration like couple therapy ending fucking, yeah. Um, no, it. we never had issues like that. I think it's more about promising something and not delivering. I feel like, I mean, we'll see how it goes with, I mean, I'm not really going to see him, am I? Because I'm working at nights and then he's working the day. So I won't see him until I go to sleep. The one thing that I've already started to get irritated with, um, nothing to do with him, <laughs> nothing to do with him, it's not his fault. But it's the fact that he works trady hours, I work nights. So that fucking alarm oh my goes God. off at fucking five o'clock. Get fucked. Shit. No. no. So I think what's going to happen is, so my sister is going to live with us for a little bit when she moves down to Sydney. That are the logistics, boring, boring, boring. But once she moves out, different beds. <laughs> I can't what? do it. So really? Rooms. Like yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. You cuddle a little bit at night. No cuddling. Yeah, like, well, fuck. And then I'll be like, <laughs> and I'll be like, um, you can go to your little room. I'll set up a little room, put like a Conrad on like the door. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be like, babe, like I can't, I can't, I can't be woken up at five o'clock every morning. How? I what's the nights. alarm like? Is it like like one of those, or is it I'll just like? Ding, 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 ding. I think it's this one. Let me just. <laughs> that at five a.m. and then he snooze it this morning. And again, I snooze like twelve or thirteen times. I'll snooze like an hour and a half, like because I don't have to get up. I have an afternoon job. God, you are so lucky. I know. If I'm tired, I just go, see ya. Like, I'll just turn it off then. I'll wake up before three. Like, sure, it's like eight o'clock, whatever. Um, but that 5 a.m. thing. So I think we're going to have two separate beds, which everyone who thinks we're not actually happy together, which is so funny because, like, we're obsessed. Everyone's going to be like, proof. Proof. It's like, maybe he's a fucking tradie and I work at a night radio station. Like, I'm fucking tired. And also, I love sleeping in. Like, I don't want to have to get up with this bitch at fucking five o'clock. <laughs> Also, him every morning. I love you so much. And I'm like, love you too. 
Morning breath? Leave me alone. No, oh. no, no, just like leave me alone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know you're awake. If I were up, like, the thing is, if I was working a normal job, like I, what I used to, and he was up at five and I was up at six, it actually would kind of be nice because like a slow wake up. Like, I got like two snoozes, then I get up. But it's like I need five more hours, bitch. Yeah, like, yeah, I went yeah. to bed at one. Like I'm getting home from work at like 10 and then I'm doing things until one. Like, I'm cleaning the house until one. Like, bitch, get fucked. So it's been one morning of that and I'm already like... <laughs> I can't. Also, living alone for fucking three years and now my sister's visiting and her boyfriend's here as well and he's, Lem, you have a lot of people in your house, don't you? I have fucking eight. We're eight in one house. <laughs> but also my alarm is, I have to up you on that one. My alarm is way worse than you because Kids. sometimes, yes. It's your fault. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's my alarm. Sometimes that's my alarm. And you can't snooze that. You can't fucking you snooze can't that. But they have seen me going fucking like demonic when they wake me up like that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I get really angry when somebody wakes me up like that. I'm just like, you're not respecting me. Because we have our schedules and it's like, this is my time to sleep. Also with the kids in the house, that time's a million. I mean, I can kind of, if I really want to, I can nap at the radio station. Like, if I really want to, I can nap in the kids' <laughs> Is it that there's too many people in your house that means you won't nap? Or is it just overstimulating? It's overstimulating, I think. And also, I think it's just like, I'm so used to being alone. Like, I think it'll be fine when um when Joel and her boyfriend go. Not that I don't love them. I have a really fun time. But I'm like, they're also in like the spare room, which is also an office. And it's just like, eh. And also, they're, they're using my bathroom, which is my makeup room. Like, again, that's fine. They're allowed to stay in the fucking... But I'm like... Are you picky? Like, are you like, why did you not click that lipstick cover on like are no, you like that no, no, no. picky no no it's not that it's more like with my sister's boyfriend in the house I can't freely go in and use my bathroom oh uh, yeah you know what I mean and yeah, I'm a bit yeah. like eye twitchy vibes I'm a bit like this is my fucking house <laughs> like I pay all the fucking rent all you bitches are sitting here for free and I pay them all rent <laughs> I fucking mortgage as well you're all oh happy we'll do it but they're all great like no one's like saying anything like that but in my head I'm like get the fuck out <laughs> of my space but not Conrad I don't really have my sister either. I don't really have a boyfriend. I mean, they're all very fun. It's been fun. But I'm also like, guys, I miss being alone so much. So understand, I fucking love being alone. All you bitches fucking get me wrong. Everyone is like, ooh, Abby's a party girl. You're not, no, an, you're not an extrovert, I don't think. I think you're like a deep, hidden introvert, aren't you? Thank you, Lem. No one, and everyone laughs at me when I say that. I'm like, guys, first of all, like, being alone is my favourite thing in the world to do. Always has been. Like, love going to the movies alone. Love just being alone. Love sitting in silence and just watching something. Like, the greatest joy in life is getting home from the radio station and putting, like, heating up, like, some Indian food from the night before and sitting down and putting on Real Housewives and putting my phone on Don't Disturb. Like, see you, bitches. Goodbye. <laughs> and I get very exhausted talking about my whole for my whole career. And people, when they meet me, like, even when I've been on podcasts and they're like... <laughs> What's your craziest night out? And I'm like, probably drag and dime when I got home at 11 p.m. <laughs> like, I don't send it. Like, I do send it, but in like the privacy of my own home, I just get to have a few too much wine with my friends. Like, I'm not like out there like on dance floors, which I was, but I'm just never been that bitch. Never been that bitch. And people just think because you're like, like, I guess, like you're like an extroverted introvert. Like you're like loud in public. Everyone's like, 
or like your podcast is just talking. They're like, you must be so much to go out with, so much fun to go out with. And like, my friends hate going out with me. Like, I'm just, I'm like, guys, why the fuck are we in public? Like, <laughs> I want to go home. Why don't we like go to like a nice dinner somewhere and like have a bottle of wine? Like, why don't we do that? I totally relate to that though. Yeah. I'm, I'm like that as well. <laughs> I'm tired. Like, yeah. oh, last night was really fun just like dancing at Drag and Dine. But, um, yeah, it was like a lot to deal with. It's just a lot, you know. And, oh, <laughs> when the show name is said in the show. So, yeah, just feeling a bit like emotionally exhausted, I think, as well, when people are around all the time. You know, it's fine. At least Conrad just like lets me be like silent. But the thing is, with Jolie, my, my sister and her boyfriend and Conrad, <laughs> there's no way you can see, if we're all home, there's no way you can see the house it's alone. I have to lie in the bed with Conrad and like, Fuck me. Like, he hasn't even... But he doesn't even do anything. He's just lying there, like, on his phone. Like, he's doing what I'm doing. But I'm like, I just want to be alone so fucking badly. It's fucking... <laughs> but, you know, love him more than anything. So, we're jo- I'm so happy he's here, though, because, as we know, if, if it's six months, I reckon, break up. Long distance, couldn't have done it. So, he's just living in Sydney now, then? Yes, me too. Got any job at work today at his little tradie job. They'll be up at five o'clock. I love it. Proud of him. He's working. He's fucking being iconic and hot as usual. Everyone loves him, including me. Um, but I'm excited. Sorry, Jolie. I'm excited for you to leave. So then <laughs> I can have more space in my apartment. I pay a lot of Okay, that's number one is Carmen moved in. Number two is I got sent the most fucked video. I sent it to Lim. Do we oh have my God, the... yes, we have it. Fuck so, me dead. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I was a little bit tipsy when I got sent this. And I cannot find who it came from. Sorry. If you know where this is, can you please... Like, what you need to do is you need to tag me in an Instagram story. I don't see all your DMs. Also, side note, really over people being like, why don't you part of my DM? I get 2,500 a day. Like, What? Yes. I replied to my fucking best friends, like from Brisbane. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, guys, sorry. It's like four months later. I'm like, oh, my God, sorry, I missed your 25 reply to my stories. Like, yeah. And also, I try not to look as much anymore. So, like, if I look, it's like, if I reply to your DM, like, you've got me on, like, a very random part of the day. Anyway, someone <laughs> okay. DM'd me. So, don't DM me if you know who it's from. Please tag me in an Instagram story because usually if there's, a like, under a certain amount in the day, I'll be able to see it. So, tag if you know who this is from because, you know, we're not going to take someone's but it wasn't, it was like a video. It wasn't like a TikTok or anything. So I don't know if it was like. Oh, yeah, it wasn't actually. I try, I wanted to ask you to credit this video. So actually for us to be able to credit this, if you can, please reach out and tell us. Um, but I think it's, there's a visual part that's hard to explain. So do you want to like. Yeah. So someone DM me and they were like, oh, um, this is one of my friends. Um, and she was on a run. And in the video, basically like it starts off with like grass, you know, beach grass, whatever. And then you look up and there are three, like, disgusting creatures holding um, whiteboards with, like, score signs on them like it's, like it's dancing with the stars. Okay. But I see, go down, yeah. Hey, one second, one second. Sorry, one second. Do you know how uncomfortable that makes people feel? Sorry? Do you, th- do you know how uncomfortable that makes people feel? I'm just... Rating women as they run past. I'm hiding my phone. You know you're gonna go viral. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Do your workplaces and families mind sexist? Yeah, the boys. Yeah, sexist. My dad hates me. Yeah. I'm a feminist. <laughs> you 
first of all. They sound like the trolls from the labyrinth, <laughs> first of fucking all. So imagine how they look. And you know what? I am look shaming with these three people because I mean you can't really see them. They're like little heads in the sand, in the um grass, but still not good. Second of all, I was talking to my friends about it last night. And we were all like, "House after a few drinks, what's going on?" We were like, "Why would someone do that?" And Jolly was like, oh, "I think it's funny," and I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't think like yeah they think it's funny, but like I think it's like just blatantly a power play." I think it's just them ha- wanting to seem like they're powerful, seem cool, seem interesting. Like, also, did they buy the whiteboards from Officeworks? <laughs> like, where do they, they're all, they're, it's, they're like a pack of three whiteboards. Like, they're all like an A4 whiteboard. Like, where do they get them from? Do they work, do they steal them from their workplaces or do they purchase them? Which one is sadder? Unsure. And the whiteboard markers, hard to come by usually, particularly in like a school environment. So like, how are you finding whiteboard markers in like an office environment? And also, who like what do you get from that? Like I like I understand that like sexism like doesn't make sense. Like sexist jokes, I I can't possibly understand what's funny about it. But like, it has to be just a power play. They go, oh, this is banter. It's like, what's well, not banter? Because what's the joke? And the like, women have this humor. Women are women are funny. And it's like, um, your joke is sitting around with the boys on camping chairs with white ma- matching whiteboards. And ranking women as they go past. I think they've planned this before. I don't think this is like a case of they were working on a project and then they whipped out their whiteboards. I think they actually went like, we might. <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> Sorry, no, look. No, I do, you wanna, do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Like, like last Saturday? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then they get like their whiteboards and you're like, Oh, we got we got a six here. Uh, like sorry, honestly, we got we got a six here. Like honestly, that's what I think. They're sitting there waiting for women to pass yes. by, and just actually like it's all planned. Because yeah, but do how you the think fuck that they bought the whiteboards? Yes. <laughs> but also, and did these you hear the what men he said? That say women have no hobbies. <laughs> Our hobby is being funny. I bet they have a podcast. <laughs> I bet they have a fucking podcast. I bet they sit around and they go, oi, chick spot. <laughs> Shouldn't we, as men, as visual creatures, be allowed to rank them? Because they're visual, mate. Yeah, you know, dude, totally. Like, we deserve to have the say in how they look because, like, it's not insulting. Like, just what I think of you. I think you're a fucking two. Like, and you know what? Like, that's better than a one, babe. Like, I'm not being I'm not being a complete fucking asshole about it. Like, I'm not gonna give you fucking zero. Let me fucking up. like that's what they're gonna that's what they are. That's what those bitches are. <laughs> can guarantee. Those yeah. absolute are fuckwits. So I think we'll post it um or a version of it on our Instagram uh stories. But again, if this was from you, I'm so sorry. I get so many DMs and once I accept it and put it into general, unless you, unless there's a reply in literally four seconds, you're gone, babe. But did you hear what he said in there? He said I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. You heard that. And I'm just thinking, I think it's just that so many men are pissed off about this like line that's been drawn, this boundary. Yeah. That they're just like trying anything, anything. You're just like, well, I'm a feminist. And it's they're like. They're trying to take, they're trying to take back. Like that they're like, yeah. they're like, no, but we're allowed to do this. They're fucking, or they, I think they would just be making fun of feminists. I don't know. I thought they were just pigs. Um. <laughs> And I really hope we find out where they work and, like, and like who they are. Because can you imagine? This is the thing as well, everyone. They say about trolling. I say this all the time. 
the people who are doing this shit, like, they're like your friends. They're like your friends' partners. They're like your, like, cousins. Like, they're like your siblings. Like, you think, like, oh, what pigs? And it's like, well, it's someone's fucking son. So they're at someone's family reunion, aren't they? (laughs) Being a fuckwit. Like, and this is why we have to call out things on a micro level and say, excuse me, Jason, why does your girlfriend always have to come and pick up your fucking glass of water for you? Excuse me, why does why does your wife have to make you lunch every day, you sexist fuck? Anyway, I mean, there is much more to say other than that it's fucking disgusting and gross. All right. The um the last thing I wanted to talk about was actually that I just saw then when I was weeing. So I saw this TikTok uh when I was weeing before I came in and it's just so this isn't go and watch the video posted by jewelers. I'll show the screenshot. This one right here. Um if you haven't watched it, I'll give you a little synopsis. Essentially is giving away a free pair of earrings with every order placed. I don't know if it's this month or whatever. In lieu of everything happening in Ukraine and COVID and the world in general. Now, I wasn't even going to make a video, but I just saw that and mystified. Because you think, oh, they're giving the profits of the sales to Ukraine. They're making a donation. Nothing. No, it's just a marketing scheme. Now, listen, go get your bag. Do what you got to do. Make that shiny. But do you really want to be profiting off of a war where people have died, are continuing to die, are being displaced? So many refugees have come out of this war. Like, I, uh, something's not clicking. <laughs> and listen, like, I get it. They're trying to spread the love. Whatever. It just comes off as so tone deaf. It's unimaginable. At the end of the day, let's just call it what it is. A marketing scheme. An emotionally manipulative marketing scheme at best, you know? And I see in the comments, they're like, oh, we are actively looking at ways to financially support. There are so many links. Any social media you go on, there are links to help Ukraine. You could have said we're, you know, donating a certain amount of money towards organizations in Ukraine. Anything. Moreover, you could have just not done this at all. And everyone would have been fine going about their lives like normal. But honestly, this is low-key disgusting. And I'm one consumer, so, like, my opinion really doesn't matter. But I'm not going to be purchasing off there again because it's kind of vile and I was deeply disturbed. Not nice. (laughs) Like, I get it. We're in Australia. As far as distance goes, we're very physically removed from what's happening over there. But it is really weird and bothersome to know that businesses are okay with profiting off of people's lives, their actual lives, and war. It's just, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Just... So basically a brand, (laughs) actually, can't with this shit. So a brand has said in order to make things better in Ukraine, we will give away a free pair of earrings with every order. (laughs) (laughs) Did you understand? Like, so... So, what is this fucking twist? Oh babe, my god! So, so at the start, she was like, "So basically, what it is is they were like, guys, to help out with everything, everything's happening in the world right now, and like floods, like Ukraine, like we're gonna give you the consumer, probably in Australia, 
a free pair of earrings that probably we have extra stock of. We're going to give away the earrings. Um, and that somehow is going to help people in Ukraine. Then the comments, they're like, oh, we're, try- we're actively trying to find ways to donate money and like resources to donate uh, money to Ukraine, how to help Ukraine. So what, they give you the earrings? I think... And I do think, you have to pay? Is this a weird way of saying buy the earrings and the, the money will go to Ukraine? No, Lem. So from what I understand is you buy like a bracelet. Okay. And then you get a free pair of earrings to make you feel better. <laughs> I think. I think. I've tried to figure it out. Let me go to the Instagram and double check because that's what the video was saying. Anyway, I just think this is happening so, so, so much with all this stuff where it's like, I mean, the earrings are a bit of a, a bit of a like stretch, but it's like, we'll give 10% of sales from every bikini sold. And it's like, hey, how about you just like donate, donate the money that you, like if you can afford to donate like 20 grand, just like donate, donate the money. If it's like 100% of profits... That's a charity item. Yes, I I love that. Like we, I think, I feel like I don't want to say which brands. There are a few brands that have done that where it's like they've given like a hundred thousand dollars because they're like all the money raised from today. People then have incentives to buy things. They get a thing and they give money. You know, that's like a charity item. When it's like ten percent, they're like we're gonna do what we can do and we're gonna give. 10% because of this, you know, for the FUDs, for example. Like, it's just a marketing scheme. And virtue signaling. And virtue signaling. How about you just, like, if you can afford to give $1,000 from your company, if you're a small business, or, like, $500, if you can afford to do that, just do that and then go about your day and post about it. And to be honest, like, if we're looking at it in terms of, like, a very cynical, like, marketing point of view, if you do donate that money, you probably make it back to so you like, oh, isn't that amazing? They're done for the for the... The cause, the awful things that are happening in the world, the five million awful things that are happening in the world. But instead, to be like, guys, you've got to, you've got to buy this this new ring collection because we'll give ten percent to Ukraine. I'm just a bit like, babes, just, just give the money. And also, it's reminding me of Belle Gibson, if you remember that the massive scheme she pulled. Oh my god, she actually basically pretended in public to give that, for example, sales for that day she did, to a specific she? Ch- like charity. Kid. And then only when journalists investigated did they find that not a cent was given. And then she said, oh, no, but I did give the refugees money. It was just that it was done in private. Yes, and she gave it to a specific family or yes, something. Yes, and the well. family didn't want to be known on record. <laughs> and then suddenly it became more and more obscure. So I just think that anybody who's involved in charities, you've got a responsibility to actually announce exactly where that money is going to. Like, you can't just say, we're donating it, and then just like, we're that's it. We're giving it to, quote-unquote, help, help Ukraine or help the floods. What does that mean? What are you helping? What, yeah, are, what are you helping? What, where are you giving money to? It's crazy. Honestly, this yeah. whole Ukraine thing as well, like, it's, it's just a bit disgusting, I think, that when there's a humanitarian cause that gets turned into this, like, mainstream trend online and mm-hmm. where people just, like, Write it and like have this such emotional disconnect from what's actually mm-hmm. happening. It's also, like- not to mention, as we were uh, talking about earlier this week, the difference between like white refugees from Ukraine versus people of color from Ukraine, and then also from different humanitarian crises over the last mm, forever. 
is just like... I mean, it's just proving what everyone has been saying and what people of colour have been saying forever so blatantly and it's... And people are talking about it. I don't want to say no one's talking about it. People are talking about it, but no one in power is doing anything about it or talking about it. There's actually a post that sums it up, sums it up beautifully, I think. Just a second. Let me put it. Can't get it out of my head that Europe cried about a migrant crisis in 2015 against 1.4 million refugees fleeing war in Syria and yet quickly absorbed some 2 million Ukrainians within days, complete with flags and piano music. Europe never had a migrant crisis. It had a racism crisis. Mm -hmm. But... Having said that, being like Middle Eastern, obviously, and being, you know, a refugee myself, Mm. I have to say that I don't like this rhetoric of comparison because it takes away from the empathy that's there for the Ukrainians, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, when you start saying like, oh, but why didn't you do that for the Arabs? Why didn't you do that for the Sudanese? Why didn't you do that for the Syrian? It kind of takes away from the pain that's ongoing right now. And I'm saying that as an Arab. So I think maybe reframing it to, you know, like there is a racism issue and focusing on that rather than doing so much of that comparison is more ethical, I guess, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a very clear racism issue. There is. That. Even Scott Morrison saying, like he said, you They know, can come on the boats if they want to. <laughs> like after after having his stupid little fucking statue that says, I stopped these, the boat, like get a fucking grip, Scott. Anyway, I'm not well-versed enough in any of this stuff to have a full conversation about it. But I um, just wanted to make a note there as well. Um, anyway, that's the podcast for today. Uh, thanks for listening to The Chaos. Covered a lot, babes. Covered a lot. Um, see you on Friday for a Nightmare Fuel Boy. Listener. Listener.